Good morning, Grace. Happy Ascension Day. In light of today, I want to reflect on the question, where is Jesus and what's he doing now? Jesus' ascension is particularly helpful in times when we're feeling alone or our relationship with God feels dry, like God isn't speaking or moving. And during these times, it's easy to get the sense that things are out of control and maybe Jesus isn't doing anything. The truth is God is sovereign. God is in control. And he's working through our present challenges and difficulties for his glory and our good. Ephesians 1, 20 through 22 says, God raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. I want to share four things that Jesus is doing on our behalf. Jesus is praying for us. Jesus is defending us. Jesus is building his church. And Jesus is preparing a place for us. First, Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father praying for us. I imagine in some form or fashion, Jesus is praying the prayer that he taught the disciples to pray. I imagine Jesus' prayers being full of honoring the Father, interceding for his kingdom and pushing back the powers of darkness on earth as it is in heaven, that the Father's will would be done in all things. I imagine him praying for our daily needs, and that the Father would provide for us everything that is good for us and glorifying to him. I imagine him praying for our forgiveness and giving us the faith and the love to forgive others as he has forgiven us. I imagine him praying us away from temptation and delivering us from evil. I imagine him praying for the power and the glory of God to be made manifest in and through our lives. How does it make you feel to know that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father praying for you? What is it that you'd like for him to pray for you today? Second, Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father coming to our defense when we sin. Here's how it works. When we sin, Satan accuses us before God night and day. Satan yells, look at Matt, look at him. He's been selfish. He's been harsh. His wife asked him a simple question and he snapped at her. That's rotten. That's sin. Satan rails. But Jesus is my advocate. He stands before the court and says, yes, it's a sin. But Matt believes in me. 
and he's received me as Savior and Lord. Though imperfect, he's committed his life to following me. I died for that sin. I paid the price that sin deserves. And then the father says, Nothing can separate Matt from my love for him. The sin is forgiven. Case dismissed. 1 John 1, 8 and 9 says, If we claim we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to God, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. 1 Timothy 2, 5 and 6 says, There is one God and one mediator who could reconcile God and humanity. The man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. How does it feel to know that Jesus is your mediator and advocate? That he is for you, for your freedom, and defends you against every assault and attack of the evil one? How do you need Jesus to defend you, to advocate for you today? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father praying for us and defending us against the evil one when we sin. Third, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father building his church. Just before he left earth, Jesus directed his followers to go into all the world and preach the gospel and not to worry because he would be with us and work through us as we fulfilled his great commission, even to the end of the age. The first thing Jesus does when he returns to heaven is to send the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, and to empower us to live and abide in Christ and to continue his mission and ministry until he returns. And this is what Jesus is doing in heaven. He continues to send the Holy Spirit to clothe us in power to be his witnesses that we might tell people everywhere about him. And as one believer tells another about Jesus and that person tells another and that person tells another, there becomes another. And the church, the people of God in Christ is built and Satan will never be able to stop it. Do you know that Jesus has clothed you in power to be his witness? Who is it that needs you to tell them about Jesus today? How do you want to ask Jesus to help you, that you might be faithful and fruitful in participating with him in the work of bringing people to him? Fourth and finally, Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father preparing a place for us. This life is the beginning, not the end. There's an even greater life in heaven that will last forever in the presence of God. And Jesus, even now, is preparing that place for us. Heaven's going to feel more like home than any place we've ever lived. This is especially encouraging because life is difficult. Things get beyond our control and go awry. Just when you think you have things figured out, they fall apart. You try hard, but it's not enough. You prepare in advance and then get rained on. And when it rains, it pours. 
But when we get to heaven, all the problems, all the pain of this life will seem like no more than a bad night in a cheap hotel. (laughs) Why? Because when we get to heaven, there'll be a place specially set aside and prepared for us. This is what Jesus promises in John 14. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There's more than enough room in my father's home. If this weren't so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. How does the hope of heaven change your attitude and how you navigate through the challenges and the difficulties that you're going through today? So where is Jesus now and what is Jesus doing? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father praying for us, coming to our defense against the evil one when we sin, forgiving us and advocating for us. He's building his church, empowering us to participate with him. And he's preparing a place for us that we might come to him and enjoy his presence forever. Jesus is constantly concerned about you. He compassionately cares for you. He's praying for you defending you before God and preparing a place for you when you're raised to new and eternal life. So he's present in your life, doing greater things than you can even ask or imagine. This is the goodness of the ascension. This is the sure and certain hope of Jesus's presence at the right hand of God. God has put all things under his authority and made him head over all things for our benefit, the benefit of the church. Let's pray. Almighty God, whose blessed Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, ascended far above all heavens that he might fill all things, mercifully give us faith to perceive that According to his promise, he abides with his church on earth, even to the end of the ages. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen.